0: Welcome to today's episode of the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. On today's episode, we're going to discuss some lineup changes ahead of the Florida Panthers' first matchup against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion, Tampa Bay Lightning. In the second segment, we're going to discuss the season series from the 2020 season, both in the regular and the postseason. And in in the third segment, we're going to discuss what a win could mean for the Florida Panthers against their state rival, Tampa Bay Lightning, all on today's episode of Locked On Panthers, your first listen of the day. You're Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Florida Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Tuesday October. Nineteenth edition of Locked On Panthers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. This is a daily podcast where we talk about all things Florida Panthers. I'm Armando Velez from PantherBarkway.com, and you can follow me on Twitter at FondoMan12. You can follow the show account on Twitter at LO Panthers. And thank you, the listener, for making the Lockdown On Florida Panthers podcast your first listen of the day. You can also follow the national show Locked On NHL and the CrossCheck NHL show with Andrew Berkshire and Mary Clark, they will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League. And today's episode is brought to you by Rock Auto: amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit RockAuto.com and tell them Locked On. Set you. So today, the Florida Panthers will be making the quick road trip up Alligator Alley slash I-75, however they travel there. I mean they travel by plane, but the fans go in there. But you know what I mean. The Florida Panthers will be traveling up to the Gulf Coast to face off against the state rival Tampa Bay Lightning for the first time this season, and usually, like I said in yesterday's episode. They usually start off with a home-and-home home series between these two teams, but this time the the NHL decides to put the game against the Tampa Bay Lightning still early in the season, but just one road game. So this will be the first of four matchups against the state rival slash two-time defending Stanley Cup champions in the Tampa Bay Lightning it's crazy how the schedule actually works out for this one because the Florida Panthers visit the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, October 19th at the Emily Arena. Their next matchup against the Tampa Bay Lightning will be November 13th. And then they will be host them for the first time at home on December 30th, two days before the new year of 2022. And then they'll go quite a few months without facing them. They won't face them again. After that, until April 24th, the fourth to last game of the season. So, in between these, the third game and the fourth game, there's like a three, three and a half month gap between these two teams seeing each other. So, the Florida Panthers in these three games definitely do have to try to win their head to heads because winning your head to heads is, of course, the formula to solidifying your place in the division. I mean, that happened last season with their record against Tampa Bay Lightning, which we'll review more in the second segment of the show. But the focus is one game at a time, and the focus is tonight on tonight's matchup. And yesterday in practice, the Florida Panthers, the Coach Q, decided to do a few different type of combinations for lines for tomorrow tonight's game. Based on what we saw in the second game of the season against the New York Islanders with Anthony Duclair being hot, Sam Reinhardt getting off to a, a little bit of a slow start. The Florida Panthers, they decided to put Anthony Duclair on the top line with Alexander Barkoff and Carter Verhage. While Sam Reinhardt has been shifted down to the third line with Anton Lindell and Frank Petrano. Owen Tippett missed practice today, so Eetu Luostarinen was in his spot on the right wing, but Coach Q talked about it after practice that Owen Tippett is fine, that it's going to be a maintenance day. And then Joe Thornton and Patrick Hornquist, along with Ryan Lomberg, were on the fourth line. Ole Yolevi was practicing on the third line, third pairing defenseman, along with Brandon Montour. So it looks like that he could be making his. Florida Panthers debut come tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Something that I was a little iffy about was Patrick Hornquist and Joe Thornton being on the same line together because of the speed factor of it. But if there is a fourth line that you want with experience, it's that of two veterans who have both have made trips to the Stanley Cup final, one person winning it in Patrick Hornquist. And of course the grittiness of Ryan Lomberg getting in people's faces, especially just ask Pat Maroon uh how he feels about Ryan Lomberg. And I think with Anthony Duclair going up to the first line, it's players that he knows, players that he's played with. And and the chemistry is there between the two based on last season and based on especially Anthony Duclair's second half, where you've seen a lot of mixing and matching. You've seen him mostly on... You've seen him on every line last season. And you're going to likely see that again. You, you see Anthony Duclair here for now, but you, you, like there's chances are that he's going to be going back to the third line, going back to the fourth line, and going back to the first line. And that flexibility is so great for this team. And also, I also think about this with the third line. Let's talk about Anton Lindell, Sam Reinhart, and Frank Pachano. And Lindell is only two games into his NHL season, in his very first NHL season, too. So having an experienced guy in Sam Reinhart who really upped his game when Jack Eichel went down last year in Buffalo, it's a great situation for Sam Reinhardt to mentor the young kid. I know I mentioned about Joel Thornton bench uh, mentoring the young kid, the 20-year-old, but Joel Thornton is not the same player that he was many years ago. And one thing that I like about this is a player who is in their prime and Sam Reinhardt mentoring Anton Lindell and that could create a situation where you're gonna possibly create more opportunities for each and every person on that line in Frank Petrano, Lindell, and Sam Reinhart, where if Joe Thornton was still there, I mean, there's chances are that you could see him again there, that the chances wouldn't be as great as they would be with uh Sam Reinhardt. And I'm I'm looking I'm looking forward to it. And chances are with the minutes, you're gonna see possibly the players on the fourth line of Patrick Hornquist, Lomberg, and Joe Thornton start to decrease a little bit of that ice time. That At least that's what I'm predicting and see more of them distributed between the top nine. However, Sam Reinhardt, despite being demoted to the third line, and I don't even really see it as a demotion because I think he's going to be back on the first line based on situations and be, and based on hot streaks, possible hot streaks, because Sam Reinhart is likely gonna go on one too. Um every every you're gonna get different parts of the season where one player is gonna be hot to the point where they're gonna get promoted to the top line or even someone who what is a scratch on one night, they perform well and they get multiple starts. That's just how sports works. So I don't really I don't even see it as a demotion for Sam Reinhart because he's still going to be on power play 1 according to the tweets from today's practice and Anthony Duclair had an opportunity to speak to the media today about his promotion to the top line and the guy that the fact that this guy is just so humble based on promo, being promoted to the first line he talks about, he talks about it a little bit. He says, quote, no matter where you play on this team, you're surrounded by talent. There's always plays to be made. It doesn't matter what line you're playing on. For me, moving around doesn't really matter. It's just a question of going out there and working hard. Close quote. There you go. And the fact that, again, that, uh, that Anthony Duclair, who has been moved around from one team to the next, first the Rangers, Arizona. Uh, Columbus, a little bit, Chicago, Ottawa, and now Florida. He he finds he has a home here and also he has flexibility on this lineup that he is a very trusted player for Coach Q. And based on what he's built last year, that's why he's on the first line because of that familiarity. Ole Olevi also had a chance to uh, speak to the media as well. And he talked about how it was a great skate high pace, and he's looking forward to being on this team, and chances are he's going to make his debut, like I said earlier in the segment, tonight against Tampa Bay Lightning with that third pairing with Brandon Montour, and that spot, the last pairing defenseman is going to be probably switched around once again with Matt Kierstead Kevin Connaughton actually returned to practice, something I didn't say until just now. Kevin Connaughton returned. Marcus Nudevar still hasn't returned to practice yet, but It's a fresh start for Oli Olevi, and this has been a team of fresh starts for many players. Sam Bennett, Sam Reinhart, and now Oli Oli Olevi. So look out for Oli Olevi as he, he is set to, at least projected to, make his Panthers debut tonight against the Tampa Bay Lightning. In the second segment, we're going to review the previous season series between the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning ahead of tonight's matchup between the two state rivals. So keep it right here on your first listen of the day, Locked On Panthers. We're back and better than ever. All eyes are on the gridiron as teams are back for another football season. As always, Battleline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. With a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football to basketball, boxing to hockey, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. That line, where the game starts. Does this sound familiar? You got one device that lets you catch all the games live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone and you got your neighbor's best friend's login for the good stuff? Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream. Content varied. By package. Second segment here on the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast. As the Florida Panthers will be heading to the Gulf Coast to face off against the two-time defending Stanley Cup champion in the Tampa Bay Lightning. So Coach Q talked a little bit about how lethal the Tampa Bay power play is. And the Florida Panthers in the regular season, they fared pretty well against the both going 5-2-1 and one last season. The season series started off with three straight games, two of them at home and one of them on the road, against Tampa Bay, w- winning two out of three. The third one was the Florida Panthers defeating Curtis McLean, who is now retired. The first two were against Aldre Vasilevsky. And the first game also was the game where Anthony Duclair was on... COVID list and Brett Connolly at the time was inserted onto that first line. The fourth matchup was came later in March where the Florida Panthers did lose to Curtis McElhaney where they lost by a score of five to three and that one where just was frustrating because you you thought that with Curtis McElhaney, the state percentage, the drastic difference between the two. That the cats would find a way to get a a dub there, and they did come out. They came out empty-handed on that one. Later in April, uh, two games against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Lost the first one by final score of three to two on an overtime game winner by Victor Hedman in overtime. This was uh, Chris Drieger's start against Andre Vasilevsky, and then the Florida Panthers get a five to three road victory against the. Uh, Tampa Bay Lightning, and then the last series of the year for the Florida Panthers, where this was a, a, a situation where it's like, you need to win both games in regulation to find a way to get that home ice advantage, and the Florida Panthers win both games, the first one by a final score of 5-1. That's really, The first one was where the whole fat pat uh, started with, between uh, Brandon Montour and Pat Maroon and Alex Lemberg got a hat trick on that one. And the second one where it was Chris Drieger shutting out the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers clinch home ice advantage in the first round for the cats. And here are the power play numbers that coach Q mentioned for the Tampa Bay Lightning in the regular season matchup between the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning. And of course there was no Nikita Kutroff. And we'll talk a little bit about Nikita Kutroff later in this segment. The Florida Panthers, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Lightning went five for twenty-nine on the power play against the Florida Panthers. Not the best numbers, but anything under twenty percent, that like where as good as the Tampa Bay Lightning are in those eight matchups, that feels like a victory. And I mean, the record in the regular season uh, shows. Uh, I mean, four out of those. Eight matchups, the Tampa Bay Lightning didn't score a single power play goal. Despite those last two games, the Florida Panthers gave them a total of 10 power play opportunities where the Tampa Bay Lightning didn't score on a single power play in the last series of the years. And they finished the last three games against the Florida Panthers without converting a single power play goal. The only other game that they didn't convert on the power play was that third game of the season where the Florida Panthers defeated Curtis McElhaney. The postseason, different story. A lot of you guys listening to this podcast, of course, have watched that series, and the Tampa Bay Lightning, as you know, uh, won in six games, and their power play for that one, man, drastic difference, especially when you bring it back, Steven Stamkos and Nikita Kucherov into the mix. Uh, I believe Steven Stamkos was put on LTIR in the beginning of April, late March, if I'm not mistaken. And he was unavailable for the last few months, the last four matchups between these two teams. And that's, of course, coincidentally, when the power play in the regular season for the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Florida Panthers did suffer, where the the last four games just alone, the Tampa Bay Lightning were one for 14 against the Panthers in those last four games. But the playoffs, it's a different story. Game one, the one where I was at, the the first some the first goal of Nikita Kutrov's season came on the power play in game one of the first round series against the Florida Panthers. He 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 returns to the lineup. He scored two power play goals actually. There. Braden Point gets one and then he gets uh that breakaway at the end on a turnover. At the neutral zone, excuse me, at the offensive zone of the Panthers. And 8 for 20 in the series. And every single game they scored on the power play goal with the exception of Game 2. Which the Florida Panthers were knocking on the doorstep and challenging the Tampa Bay Lightning before Yanni Gord scored the empty net goal to make it a final score. Of three to one. But even strength the Florida Panthers really challenged this team. And David Dwork, he came on the show later after game three, I believe it was. And the key for the Florida Panthers was just to stay out of the box. And it was easier said than done, but the Tampa Bay Lightning at least got three power plays opportunities in every game except game five. What's the coincidence in that one? When they stayed out of the penalty box, they won. And the Game 5 was the one where Spencer Knight came into play, and the Florida Panthers won that, that game by a final score of 4-1. to one. And every other game, they had at least the Tampa Bay Lightning did have three power play opportunities with getting two power play goals in half of those games. They got at least two in games 1, 3, and 4. So the key really is even though Nikita Kucherov is out, they still have Steven Stamkos here and it looks like that Andre Palat will be in Nikita Kucherov's place on the power play on the right circle according to Lightning Insider what I saw today on Twitter but let's talk Nikita Kucherov. He's hurt again and it looks like that he's going to be out long term and it's frustrating and annoying a little bit. And of course, you can't control whether a player gets hurt or not. But the situation at hand from last season and then carried over to this season as well for the possibility of what happened last year to happen again. And of course, they didn't break any rules. I'm, I'm going to say that now. I'm not going to accuse uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning of cheating because every team has that opportunity to do that. If a player's hurt and are out for a long time, they get a surgery, which is on the table for Nikita Kutrov. Nothing has happened yet. But the situation is just annoying and frustrating when the team that the Florida Panthers and many of their fans, like myself, want to see them beat might have another advantage. I mean, not advantage, but like, might be able to get away with something again. And that's just the annoying part about it. But, The human side of things, I do want to say the human side of things because Nikita Kucherov is a human being. I do wish him a speedy recovery because it would be really classless of me to just wish an injury on any player. And I hope for him personally, outside of the hockey side of things, that I hope that he does have a speedy recovery and that that he does get better. Because outside rivalries aside, he is a great player. He's a former Hart Trophy winner after getting like 128 points in a contract year uh, just a few seasons ago, the year that the Tampa Bay Lightning got the number one seed in the NHL President's Trophy after before getting bounced in the first round by Columbus by Sergei Bobrovsky. And just the situation, the best way to put it is it's a little annoying. But personally, I hope he does recover and I hope that, He does return to the ice before the trade deadline to avoid that loophole that is in the NHL salary cap. So, speedy recovery to Nikita Kutrov. So, in the next segment, we are going to discuss what a win could mean for the Florida Panthers against the Tampa Bay Lightning, and will Sergey Bobrovsky be starting against the Tampa Bay Lightning, or will it be Spencer Knight making his season debut for the Florida Panthers against Tampa Bay, so keep it right here on your first listen of the day. Locked on, Panthers. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating, questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? Choosing only brand his warehouse happens to carry? You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest price possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require membership or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control models and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks, delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices you prefer. Best of all, Prices at rockauto.com and are, are reliably low and are the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, locked on in there. how-did-you-hear-about-us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection. Reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com Third and final segment here on the Lockdown Florida Panthers podcast is the Florida Panthers will be facing off against the state rival Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, seven pm at the Emily Arena. So the Florida Panthers, it's been quite a an off season seeing their state rival win the Stanley Cup championship to the discussions of this team is or the claims, which I'm for of the Florida Panthers being that team who challenged the Tampa Bay Lightning the most. Many would argue that it was the New York Islanders that did. And the three preseason matchups, especially the first one that got really, really hectic with those 90-plus minutes of penalties, which I believe that the Florida Panthers and the Tampa Bay Lightning's both teams just got that out of their system. And because we didn't see it, that much in the last two regular season games, especially since most of the starters for the Florida Panthers didn't play in the last two regular season games, we didn't see much of the Tampa Bay starters neither for the last two regular season games. Even in the first two, we didn't see Stamkos nor Kucherov nor Hedman in in that one where the one that I happened to attend in Orlando. But a win would create that separation needed for the division early on, and it sets an early tone. It's not the end-all, be-all if you lose. And it's not a disaster as well if you do. Because unlike last year, wins and losses in the division don't have as much weight. And before you freak out, let me kind of explain why. Because in last year's special COVID season, every game was a point four point swing where you could have gone from third place to fifth if with a loss in just one night because everybody was playing each other so when the Florida Panthers weren't playing the Tampa Bay Lightning last year the Tampa Bay Lightning were playing the Detroit Red Wings who also the Florida Panthers played all, who also played the, um, the Dallas Stars who the Tampa Bay Lightning also played the Dallas Stars so the swings aren't as drastic as last season. And that was a special type of year, something that I hope that we never ever see again because a lot of fans including my fellow locked on host really only point focused on the divisions and a lot of us didn't really get to watch too much hockey outside of those four different divisions because mostly when I watch hockey it division-wise, it's mostly the ones that are really close to the Panthers and how they affect the Panthers mostly especially in the Eastern Conference but the fact that there's wild card spots and competing with other teams in the Metro, there's opportunities for fans to watch outside division teams so the swings aren't as drastic so even if you lose against the Tampa Bay Lightning, it's not the end of the world but a win as well is not the is not. The end all be-all, and not something to be celebrated too much early. But it will be a great tone setter. The Florida Panthers, again, like I said at the top of the show, went 4-2-1 and one against this Tampa Bay Lightning team and still lost in the first round. There's a lot of confidence that the Florida Panthers would beat the Tampa Bay Lightning in their first round series. I picked them to win their first round series against the Tampa Bay Lightning in 7, and they lost in 6. So, That's also the reason why I haven't picked a playoff series matchup between the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers. I think my preseason prediction was the New York Islanders defeating one of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Florida Panthers in the Eastern Conference final and that the New York Islanders would lose against the Colorado Avalanche in the Stanley Cup final. But right now that prediction is not looking so good with how the New York Islanders have looked. Florida Panther fans know based on the previous game. But the first three matchups based on the schedule once a month in these next three months, and then a big gap in between their fourth game after December 30th, they don't face each other again until late April. So the time is to set the tone and to create that division separation starts tonight. And the Tampa Bay Lightning, if from their side, if they lose, they're not going to freak out neither because they just want to get to the playoffs. The Tampa Bay Lightning are 2-1-0 in their first three games, something I discussed on the last show of On Panthers. Lost to the Pittsburgh Penguins on opening night, giving up three empty netters, beat the Detroit Red Wings on a comeback by a final score of 7-6, high-scoring game, and then defeated Washington on the road just on Saturday night before hosting the Florida Panthers at home tonight at 7 p.m. So the Tampa Bay Lightning see it as just get to the playoffs. And the Florida Panthers want to get that seeding off to a great start, averaging five goals a game in their first two games. So the offensive firepower is there already. The lines have been shifted due to the performances based on Anthony Duclair. And the Florida Panthers goalie, Sergey Brodsky, is hot. And let's talk about goalies uh, right now. The Florida Panthers, Coach Q announced today in the press conference that Spencer Knight will be starting against the Tampa Bay Lightning tonight, and at first it came as a little bit of a shocker. I talked about it with my fellow Panther Parkway guys, and we were a little bit confused about the start for Spencer Knight against the Tampa Bay Lightning based on Sergey Barofsky's, uh start, and Coach Q talked about it to the media today about how he wants to manage the goalies, and he sees putting in Spencer Knight as looking ahead into the schedule of who they're facing, and the Florida Panthers do face the Boston Bruins next week three times, excuse me, two times in four days, one of them on a back-to-back where the Florida Panthers will visit Detroit and then have the, the go to the TD Garden the next day, so maybe something related to that. They have the Colorado Avalanche at home before the Arizona Coyotes come to town, so Something that Coach Q is looking at is the future schedule based on the next few weeks and how he wants to insert his goalies for these next few weeks. And also, moneypuck.com also put a graphic up about goals saved above expected. And Sergey Bobrovsky was one of the goalies who was right at the top in that category, and it reflects based on it, the eye test as well, looking at his performance, and especially in Game 1, where he has a big-time save at his end, creating a breakaway to the other end for Carter Verhage to have the game-winning goal, and they don't win that game against Pittsburgh if Sergey Bobrovsky doesn't make that big save it towards the end, especially. And Spencer Knight starting. And Coach Q talked about it to the media about how he looked ahead at the schedule and how he and how he wants to put his rotation based on who to start and it's great for load management for Sergey Borowski. You don't want to tire him out too much, so I kind of get the move. I I was thinking of at first of rolling the hot hand, but then I kind of start to understand Coach Q's thought process and you don't want to get too high on just two quick starts for Sergey Bobrovsky. It's impressive so far. Great things to see. But I talked about it how this could be like a 60 40 distribution on in favor of Bobrovsky um over Spencer Knight. But and and this kind of goes towards that. And Bob starts two games that's two thirds, sixty six point six percent and Spencer Knight starts the third one in this 333 percent. So it's kind of close, not necessarily. So kind of makes sense. Off to a great start, and you got to get the and you got to get the young goaltender in too. So I I under I kind of understand the move, and you don't and you want to give it. And also, I also think about it like this: Venture Knight was the last goal, goalie standing in that last playoff series, and he got a win in Game Five against Tampa Bay Lightning. So he's familiar with facing this team in the highest of stages Uh, last season. Game six didn't go as planned with losing four to nothing on the road in Emily arena, but he was able to get a win and that home win in sunrise, Florida by a final score of four to one. And so he he's been at that highest stage and this is just a regular season game, third game of the season. So I, I can understand coach Q's thought process. So. We, we we cheer on whoever is in net for the Florida Panthers and the fact that Sergei Bobrovsky is still off to this great start and you have this promising young goaltender being inserted in for the third game of the season. It's you can't you can't it's like a you can't go wrong in this situation based on putting whichever goalie in, especially if one is doing well. Of course, do you wanna go with the hot hand consistently? Sure. But of course, goalies need to rest too. So that's how I also think about it. So tomorrow we're going to break down the matchup against Tampa Bay Lightning. Hopefully we are talking about a road victory and creating some separation to hopefully win the division title and get one step closer to there. But even at, even with a win, there will still be 79 games left of this season. So even if, win or lose there still will still be plenty of work for the Florida Panthers to do after their first matchup of the season against the Tampa Bay Lightning so if you like what you're hearing please subscribe to the podcast so you'll be notified every single time the Locked On Florida Panthers podcast jumps into your podcast feed make sure to listen to the Crossback NHL show and Lockdown NHL will be covering all the regular season activities around the National Hockey League and when you're done listening to this episode of Lockdown Panthers, make sure to listen to today's episode of Lockdown Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Collin leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available on all platforms. To so follow the Lockdown Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. So I'm Ramon Velez, signing off. And you've been listening to Lockdown Florida Panthers Podcast Part of the Lock On Podcast Network. Where's your team? Every day.